So have you ever <clears throat> seen a good fight scene on TV? Have you ever seen a good fight scene on TV? We're going to come back to some real scenes in a minute. But like back in the day, it was Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris. Those were like fight scenes. Now it's Keanu Reeves as John Wick or Liam Neeson, like in the Taken series. See, those fights are well choreographed and really planned well. But most real fights are not choreographed and they're not planned well. Most real fights are a mess. And if you've ever been in one, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a snot-slinging, hair-pulling, kicking fight. There's no way to choreograph it. Not like on TV. We're on the third part of our series on body armor. And we've had three. This is the third part on body armor. And, and the bottom line on body armor that you need to know by the end of this series, which is today, is that physical body armor is one thing, but spiritual body armor is everything. Because physical body armor are those things that you'll put on if you're like in public service in the military, you put it on when you go on duty, your helmet, your shield, your gloves, elbow pads, knee pads, Bulletproof vest, ballistic vest, a duty belt, big shoes to protect everything. And then when you come back from your assignment, you take that stuff off and hang it up. And you can go to the store or you can go out with friends and you can do whatever you would do when you're not on duty. But as a Christian, let me tell you something. You think you've seen some fights on TV? You think you've seen John Wick? People in this world, fueled by Satan, are going to come after you seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and they're not going to stop. And so as Christians, we got to keep our armor on all the time. Ephesians 6, 11 says this, put on the full armor of God. So that you can stand against the devil's schemes. Let me tell you, you got to put it all on. And it's the body armor of God. So that you can stand against what Satan is going to say. Satan is the great liar. He's the imitator. He may sound like and look like in the end times. You're talking about how the Antichrist is even going to do some of the things that Jesus did. And you're going to be deceived, so you better be right. ready. Yes. You better be ready. Ephesians 6.12 says this, Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, although I'd hate to fight Liam Neeson. <laughs> if John Wick, Wick came in here, I'd say no mas. Right? Yeah, you know, I can't take, I can't take uh, John Wick. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And I'm going to talk about two more final pieces of armor. And one of them is known in 
church ease talk as the only offensive weapon. But I'm going to change your mind by the time we get to the end of this, this meeting today. Ephesians 6.14 says, Stand firm then with a belt of truth buckled around your waist. Truth is narrow. Buckle it up, the duty belt. With a breastplate of righteousness in place. It's this ballistic vest that's held on with this belt. Keeps everything tucked in. They go together. And your righteousness comes from Jesus Christ and not from us. Because we're certainly not righteous. It says, with your feet fitted with the readiness, it comes from the gospel of peace. Those are your combat boots, your duty boots. And this peace that comes from the gospel allows you to put those boots on and walk forward into what God would have you to do because you get peace from doing it. It doesn't say of fear. It says the gospel of peace. In addition to this, take up the shield of faith which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The last two, the helmet of salvation. It's a ballistic helmet. Man, it's, it's something that once you get it, it's yours. This helmet of salvation, it protects you. And your duty weapon, the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So you've got to take the helmet of salvation. As you know, no salvation experience is the same. Mine as a young, young man is different than what someone else is going to be. Everybody's got, everybody's got a unique salvation experience that's theirs. And as a result, their helmet may look different. Some may have big heads. And some may have small heads. But you see, once you are saved, it fits any head. There's no head too big, no head too small. God says his arm is not too short that he can't reach. So he's got it for us. I want you to know that. John 10, 9 and 10 says this, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They'll come in and out and find pasture. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I come that you may have life and have it to the fullest. When you enter that narrow gate, you get a helmet of salvation. Jesus says further, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads, leads to life and only a few find it. You've got to get through that narrow gate. That belt of truth we talked about. Truth is narrow. There's only one way to get it. But you see, once you get through the gate, that narrow gate, you get issued a helmet. Helmets protect us. You know, each year, the uh, American Academy of Pediatrics says about 26,000 kids go to the ER every year because of head injuries. They don't have a helmet. 
Or if they do, they don't put it on. If you got the helmet of salvation, you better keep it on. You don't know when you're going to fall off the sidewalk, off the bicycle. You don't know when you're going to get hit. You don't know where it's going to come from. It's going to come out of nowhere. And you're liable to get a traumatic brain injury. How traumatic? Oh, yeah. You see, what's in here is our soulless mind, will, and emotion. And if you don't keep that helmet of salvation on, guess what? What's Satan coming after? Yeah. Matthew 10 says this, Don't be afraid of those who kill the body but can't kill the soul. Rather, be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. So how do you do that? You get that helmet of salvation on? And it says you don't conform to the pattern of this world, but you be transformed by the renewing of your mind. you got to hit the reset button. Reboot. If something's not working in that helmet, you can't hear the comms through it. It's not working. Reboot. Unplug it. Plug it back in, but don't take it off. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. You see, through this helmet of salvation, he is sending us messages. Through our salvation and our yielding to Christ. He, he's talking to us. And you've got that helmet on and that earpiece is in that helmet and the, he's sending us messages through his spirit. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old is gone. The new is here. Amen. You're a new person. You see, when you go through the narrow gate, when you put on a belt of truth, which is narrow, you have this breastplate of righteousness that God made for you because he's righteous and not us. You get saved. You see the way. and You've got this helmet on. You renew your mind. and You're a new person. Just think back if you can to the moment that you were saved. I was a young boy in a city north of here in a Baptist church and I was on the back row and as the invitation was given it came directly to me. There were 250, 300 people in there and it was my name that was being called and I remember just getting up out of the seat and I was floating. I can't remember even walking. It was like my legs were behind me. The next thing I'm at the altar. Praise God. Now, unfortunately, I didn't listen to God all these years. I strayed. Does it sound like a sheep that strayed away? Yeah. But what did God do? He did like the good shepherd does. Wherever I was, he came. He did like the good father. Wherever I was, he waited patiently, calling my name. Can anybody say amen? amen. Yeah. Because it's not just me. Yeah, that's right. Come on. 
He's calling today. Yeah. He says this in Isaiah. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. This is helmet of salvation. He's going to keep your mind protected, your mind, your will, and your emotion. And he says the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. He's going to protect that mind, will, and emotion, that soulish part of you. And he knows who is coming after you. It's Satan. And he says this. He says, no temptation is overtaking you except what's common to mankind. And that God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he'll provide a way out so you can endure it. And he's going to provide a way out so that you can flank the enemy, get on the other side. And you can come back and attack because you've got some belt of truth and you've got some breastplate of righteousness. Yeah, your feet are shod in the peace of the gospel. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. All my life as I grew up listening to teaching and preaching and reading every commentary. It says that the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit is the only offensive weapon. This Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, it says it is the Word of God. It's the utterances of God. It's especially Scripture. But it's also Jesus. The Word of God is Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The sword of the Spirit. It says in the beginning that God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was formless and empty, and darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I want you to know that this word was hovering. The spirit was hovering. The word is pneuma. It's where we get the word pneumatic from, air. I want you to know that the wind of God was hovering over the waters for us. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. It says, by the word, the Lord made the heavens and their starry host by the breath of his mouth. He talks about how the word is a lamp for his feet and a light for your path. It's the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword, a double-edged sword. I want you to know that these swords that were used in the days that the Bible were written there, everywhere that I've studied, they're not this great big six-foot Goliath sword. They're more of a shorter sword with a sharp piece on both ends. 
double-edged sword. It says the Word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. And it penetrates, dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of our heart. Yeah. Here's what Jesus had to do with the sword of the Spirit. He did this after being taken and being tempted. For 40 days and 40 nights with no food or water, at the end of that, here's what happened. The tempter came to him and said, if you're the son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus said, it is written in the word of God. Man should not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And he went further and said, if you're the son of God, throw yourself down for it's written. He'll command his angels concerning you and they'll lift you up in their hands and you will not strike your foot against a stone. And Jesus said, it is written. Don't put the Lord your God to the test. And the last time, of course, and this I'll give you, he said, if you'll bow down and worship me, everything that you see. And he said, away from me, Satan, for it's written, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. This is what the word of God will do. It says the devil left him and the angels came and attended him. So, have you ever seen a good fight on TV? Have you ever been in a fight? One of my previous occupations in public service, it was part of the job. Broken fingers and bones hurt like you wouldn't believe. Up beside the back of a chain link fence being pushed over and every one of those, the marks are still on my back. When you're in that kind of fight, you'll do anything you can to survive. Let me tell you, Satan is after you. And he's after me. He's after your husband or wife. He's after your family. He's after your children. Let there be no doubt about it. You can look around and figure that out very quickly. He's after all of us. You're in a fight. And you can tell when it's happening, can't you? You can see it and smell it. You realize, wait a second, this isn't God. This is Satan. The sword of the Spirit, the only offensive weapon. Let me tell you. Let's get real. If you're in a fight, you use every piece of whatever you got. 
Yeah, you use the sword of the Spirit. But you may have to pop somebody with that shield of faith. <laughs> you may have to kick them with that boot that's got some peace in it. If Satan's got you down, you might have to take off that belt. You may have to smash their head into that daggum breastplate of righteousness because it's yours. You see, when you're in a real fight, and let me propose that you're in a real fight. Use everything you've got. Use all your armor to win. So do this. This week, I'll tell you, you're going to need it. Inventory your armor. I mean, every year we have hurricane season here in Florida. And every year in June, you should. But about July, when the first storm rolls off the coast, first part of August, you really do then take it serious. And maybe you get some D batteries and couple more gallons of water, some cans of tuna fish. Yeah. You say, what else do I need? Maybe I'll go, yeah, toilet paper. Amen. You do an inventory because it only makes sense. Well, so, and hurricane season is only every six months. It just goes through six months and you hope you don't get one. But I'm going to tell you something. Satan season is 12 months out of the year. And it's not just when you're on duty. So inventory your armor. I want you to think about it this week. And the reason I want you to do it is because you may need it this week. The belt of truth. The breastplate of righteousness. I mean, put it in your mind and think about it as you're putting it on. Shoes shotted with the peace of the gospel. The shield of faith. The helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit. I'm not going to call them offensive or defensive. I'm going to say they're your armor. You use them how you got to use them in order to defeat the schemes of Satan that are going to come in and try to tempt you. This series on body armor is to equip you. It's to let you know that you've got this available. You do not have to do it on your own. You can't be alone. You don't have to be. And if you're not wearing what God has provided for you, you are risking it all. Don't risk it. You may need it this week. And I want you to be empowered. I want you to be ready. I I want you to know what you're going to need so that you have it. And if you haven't inventoried it in some time, this week is the time to do it. The season is coming. This week. Go back to this scripture and what we've talked about these three weeks. And take a look at what God has got for you. you. Amen? Amen.
Dear God, thank you, Father. Thank you for your son. Thank you that you've given us this armor. You want us to be equipped. So, Father, maybe, maybe we should take a closer look at what is specifically ours, what you've got for us. And, Father, inventory it. But more than that, put it on in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hello. This is Pastor Louie. I hope you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 1030 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at thelivingcornerstone.org. Be blessed.